0: This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony.
1: Welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. We're with Golden Years Financial Advisors. And you can always contact us at 574-968-7926 or contact us via our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. We're just thrilled that you're joining us for our podcast, and we always want your input as to topics to cover. And today, Michael, we're going to cover the American Rescue Plan that was just uh, put in place and signed into law by the president. And we'll talk a little bit about that plan. People yeah. out there wondering about it.
2: Absolutely. So the American Rescue Plan, just for those that don't know the titles of everything going on, because there is a lot that's going on in the world right now and there's always a lot of titles and slogans and this and that. The American Rescue Plan is that third large round of stimulus that everyone has been hearing about.
1: Maybe we should just call it stimulus
2: (laughs) plan number three. That would be far too easy and simple and not near as catchy as what uh, most politicians
1: like. Yeah, absolutely. And there is, Michael, a lot of information in there. Uh, this is a $1.9 trillion, that's with a T, trillion dollar plan. And most people, what they know about it right now is uh, that extra $1,400 that most Americans are going to receive. Um, from a stimulus. That's what most people know about this plan.
2: Yep, I definitely agree with you. And 1.9 trillion is a very large number. Um, So there is, of course, a lot more that goes into this than simply that stimulus check that most individuals are paying attention to. So I, I really think we should kind of dive into this a little bit because some of this might be applicable for certain individuals and it might not be as much for others, but it is nice to have an understanding of if there's something that applies to you or if you really just have to worry about that $1,400 stimulus check or nothing or nothing at all.
1: so well, I agree. And I think what we'll do is we'll cover some of those highlights, uh, maybe talk a little bit about planning and budgeting as hopefully, potentially this pandemic is uh, starting to turn around and we're starting to get back into recovery. And then we ought to talk about the topic of what is $1.9 trillion and what the debt looks like. And uh, uh, maybe sort of cover some of those uh, questions that people have out there, too. So where should we start here tonight, Michael?
2: Yep. So let's go ahead and dive in with an article that we found about this that we think that lays it out pretty well. And we definitely recommend individuals to take a look at if they kind of want to review what we're talking about. Of course, uh, just a simple Google search will find you a lot of information about this. Uh, but recently on Investopedia, there is an article that's titled American Rescue Plan, Biden's one point nine trillion dollar stimulus package. Um, So we're going to dive into that a little bit. And, you know, just remember that this is that third stimulus act to make its way through Congress. The first bill that made its way through was two trillion dollars. And the second bill was nine billion dollars. So, Kevin, you simply don't have to be (laughs) a math whiz to realize that's a lot of dough.
1: That's a lot. Yeah, that's exactly right. And actually, a trillion dollars. How many zeros, Michael? How's that one there for you? How many zeros? Let me help you out. That is 12 zeros after a one. With a comma and not with a decimal point. It's exactly like left side of the decimal point. And just put it in perspective, if I may, um, when it comes to trillions, folks, what we're talking about is like the federal government last year, I was looking it up on an average, they bring in about 3.5 trillion. And that has to do with individual taxes, social security, Medicare taxes. And in actuality, only about 1.5 to 1.7 trillion of that is based off of taxes, the rest of social security allocation and Medicare allocation. So those are the funds that are trying to repay. Uh, so we're bringing in 1.5 to 1.7 and we've loaned out about 5 trillion the last year towards stimulus. So just things to think about out there too. So again, let's dive into that uh, act a little bit. Most people are looking at those direct payments, which we've already talked about. Um, But there's a lot more to it, Michael. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just like
2: some of the previous acts, this act also includes extended unemployment payments, uh, the continuation as well of the eviction and foreclosure moratoriums, and also bumps up the child tax credit while also making it fully refundable. Yeah, that's a big one. And then... Of course, there's a lot more funds involved in this. So finally, the act also supplies money to state and local governments to help cover some of the lost tax revenue. I give some money to schools to begin opening up safely from kindergarten to eighth grade and also subsidize COVID-19 testing and vaccination delivery. Those are some of the main points of it.
1: Yeah. So there's a lot we're going to cover. So don't tune out too quick. But I'm sure there are a lot of folks out there that start talking about some of those uh, money or monies that 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 are going to schools uh, and helping them reopen I bet there's a lot of parents that are sort of excited about that. They, you know, I have to uh, hats off to you parents out there that have sacrificed a lot to continue to educate your, help educate your children. Uh, I know it's time off work and a lot of discipline out there. So my hats off to uh, you parents out there too. And the the part of the stimulus is trying to get those schools back up and going. So let's start with the direct payments. That's what most people know. Michael, Um, the act provides fourteen hundred dollars in payments to a single a person making $75,000 or less annually and there's a phase out in there from 75,000 to $80,000 over 80,000, there is no payment.
2: Correct. And like the previous stimuluses were very similar, but the phase out range was a little bit larger. So the phase out right. range on this one's a lot smaller.
1: Yeah. So the original stimulus, we'll call it stimulus one for a moment, that was $2,000. Then stimulus two came out here uh, pretty much beginning of the year. Uh, that was six hundred dollars. So now you have the fourteen hundred dollars, sort of making up the original two thousand uh, yep. from Stimulus Package One. And uh, for uh, you folks that are out there, as far as couples, uh, that's a double payment. Okay, fourteen hundred dollars each. Uh, your adjusted gross income. Again, we're talking adjusted gross income, not taxable income on these numbers. So uh, you guys have listened to us long enough to understand the difference between uh, adjustable gross and taxable income. Uh, For couples, adjusted gross income, $150,000 or less, and it phases out at $160,000. So those uh, under 150, get the full credit from fi- 150 to uh, 160, partial credit, those over 160, uh, no credit.
2: Yep, absolutely. And, and one of the other key factors that I feel like a lot of people have been paying attention to when it comes to these stimulus packages is the unemployment benefits. So the American Rescue Plan continues to push these unemployment benefits of around of not around but three hundred dollars weekly through September 26, 2021. Um it's also important to note a little bit it also makes the first ten thousand two hundred dollars of the twenty twenty unemployment benefits tax free for families making below that one hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
1: All right. Yeah. So those unemployment benefits are being extended, reduced just a touch. Uh, But uh, good news on that, you have a tax break that boots along with it. So it's pretty nice there. Um, One thing that people have been concerned about is their health insurance through with employers. Uh, They may have got let go with their health insurance and had to extend it through what they call COBRA. Um, And COBRA is not cheap. COBRA is not cheap. COBRA is not cheap, stands for Consolidated Omnibus Reconciliation Act. Now, why I learned that years ago, I have no idea. You must have looked that up recently. (laughs) I know, it's just one of those fun things, but that's an extension of benefits from your employer. Now, what this act is doing is including a 100% subsidy of COBRA health insurance premiums so that the unemployed uh, can stay with those employer health care plans through the end of september again everything is sort of through the end of september right now of course there'll be a reality revisiting uh, of all this to we'll see if there will be any extensions of that uh, but that's helping quite a bit um, the other part of this what we talked about was the eviction um, and foreclosure moratorium Uh, The legislation here has provided $30 billion in emergency rental assistance and another $10 billion in mortgage assistance. Now, we're not going to go into all the details on that, but there is a continuation of assistance when it comes to that moratorium. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: if we went into detail about everything that's highlighted, we would be here forever. I don't know how long it took Congress to pass this through, but it would take us a long time as well. So we're just highlighting certain points. If one of these applies to you, dive deeper, take a look deeper or just reach out to us, give us a call. Uh, I think one thing that's also important to address that this act really focuses on a little bit is food assistance. Um, So it actually includes $510 510 million dollars for FEMA's emergency food and shelter program, which is used to offer overnight shelter meals, a month's rent a mortgage or a, a month of rent or mortgage assistance um, and also months worth of utility payments. Mm-hmm. Um, it also provides additional emergency nutrition assistance to folks on food stamps, including a 15% jump in benefits that will now last through the end of September rather than what our original expiration date was of June 30th. And yes, if it sounds like I'm kind of reading some of this out, that's absolutely the case because there's no (laughs) way I can remember exactly every bullet point of what's going through in this act.
1: That's exactly right. And I think there's also another five billion dollars, uh, which, uh, goes to the EBT program, uh, again, helping out with school children, uh, emergency nutrition, those things to get your children back to school. And there's a lot of information folks. So come up for air for a moment. Again, if you have questions on this, uh, give us a call. Five seven four nine six eight seven nine two six. We would love to help you. So, Michael, let's dive into a few more points because there are more in in folks you need to know about these particular points. So that Investopedia article, American Rescue Plan, uh, basically next addresses the child tax credit. For let's spend a little time on that child tax credit, Michael. Yeah, I think that's super important because I, I think.
2: Two of the key features that a vast majority of the American citizens are going to pay attention to are that stimulus and this American or and this child tax credit. Right. So clearly, if you have kids, this is a pretty big deal. So the legislation provides that three thousand dollar yearly payments for each children between the ages of six and 17. That's that's a really great benefit. And just give a little bit of a kicker for those under the age of six, for couples who make, again, less than that $150,000, they're going to receive $3,600.
1: Right, right. And I guess one of the things to look at on this one, too, if you are a single parent, you don't come under those single taxpayer guidelines we talked about before. It's sort of like head of household, okay? Uh, Your income level is $112,500 or less.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. That's definitely an important point to bring up. And, and these payments also just should be delivered pretty easily to you, just kind of like how everyone else is receiving their payments through direct deposit.
1: Right, right. So if you're a single parent out there or just uh, a couple out there, uh, again, let's uh, take a look at this, Michael. First of all, let's say from a single standpoint, you're going to get an extra $1,400 that puts it up to 2000 for the year. And then for each one of your dependents, uh, if let's say one child is under the age of six, that's $300 per month. Um, And even if your child is over the age of six and a dependent, it's still 250 per month. So there's a lot of benefit here to those particular families, whether um, married or single parents. Uh, Again, just got to look at some of those household thresholds. Absolutely. And and one thing I want to
2: highlight real quick, too, before we kind of dive into the next point is that the purpose of these stimulus bills is to create cash flow for the modern for the normal individual and having money exchange hands is great so when you have that $300 a month coming in plus that 2000 for the year that helps a lot with groceries and buying other things and kind of keeping these businesses running. And when the businesses run, other businesses run. So it's it's meant to
1: create flow in the economy. Sure, sure. That absolutely is supposed to be a stimulus is what that uh, that what that does there. It's a good point, Michael, no doubt about that. So uh, does this legislation um, do anything for the college students? So
2: not not really. Not immediately, as I guess I sh- is the way that I should say it. So the plan doesn't directly include any student loan forgiveness. This has, of course, been a hot topic during the political debates, the presidential debate
1: that went on. Um, loan forgiveness, those kind of different things. I mean, that's sort of the topic. Is, is is there loan forgiveness out here? People thought maybe loan forgiveness would come through this. Yep. Nope. It
2: did not okay. provide student loan forgiveness. The little asterisk and the little kicker is that it does contain a provision that any student loan forgiveness that's going to be passed from now to January 1st, 2026 will be tax free right. because normally when a loan is forgiven, that, that's considered taxable income. And right. A lot of people don't realize that, but I guess since we kind of are in this industry and focus on stuff like that, that's something that we realize, but so it. To me, it looks like it's adding a pathway towards something that might come down the line.
1: Right. Um, But as of now, no loan forgiveness. Correct. Um, So, but there is deferral still. Is that correct, Michael? Oh, correct. There okay. is still
2: deferral. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head how long it goes, uh, but I believe it's in September. I'd have to yeah. double check that one. So don't don't take that as uh, an
1: absolute. Okay, sounds good. If you got a question on that one, just let us know too. So hey, sticking with the educational theme here a little bit, there are some other provisions in this particular stimulus package, uh, that actually do does help educational benefits. So it's providing uh, $130 billion uh, for kindergarten through 12th grade education. Uh, specifically, the monies are earmarked towards reducing class sizes, sort of improving ventilation, uh, and purchasing protective uh, equipment so the students uh, are in a safer environment when they do go back to that Kindergarten through twelfth grade, uh, those can be some fun ages there, and uh, they need to provide a little uh, safe distancing, maybe if they can possibly can.
2: <laughs> yeah, if they can, uh, no hugs. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Moral, moral of the story is this bill is trying to get students back in class, and that that's one of the ways to go about it is to create right. a uh, COVID. Protected environment, I guess, is the way you could say.
1: Right, exactly. So there's some funds there. Those, are, so the, those schools. If you're an administrator at a school system, just understand there's money sitting out there for those particular provisions, and even for colleges, there's 40 billion uh, for colleges and universities to actually supply emergency financial aid to students. So there's a lot in that. So we're just going to leave it right there. Emergency financial aids and grants to students. Again, grants are really a nice thing. Grants do not have to be paid back. So those of you that are going through college, you want a lot of grants. Um, And speaking
2: of grants and giving funds, uh, it also helps out with restaurants and bars. I, I love going out to restaurants. You can see me at the bar with one of my buddies catching up, grabbing a beer. So I'm really excited seeing that things are coming back around. But this stimulus is dedicating as much as 25 billion in assistance grants for restaurants and bars.
1: Nice, nice. Mostly, mostly for what? Payroll, rent, utilities, the, I mean, actual operational things, so we can keep these businesses in business. Therefore, we can hire some more people out there, too. So that's a pretty exciting thing, too. So, hey, folks, hopefully you've got a lot of numbers going on in your mind here. Um, but let's talk about this, provide this plan, providing uh, for vaccinations and addressing sort of the pandemic itself. Uh, we're making great strides in that in this country, but there's about $50 billion being put out there for COVID testing, another like 19 or $20 billion putting out there. Uh, to sort of uh, increase the public work, the the public workforce, health workforce, to be able to administer these vaccinations. So there's some funds going out there to be very proactive, uh, to be able to uh, reduce exposure to this pandemic. So I figure that's really for some uh, great news there, Michael, because it'd be nice to uh, try to understand what the new normal is going to be someday. Yeah. And, uh, We'll find that out as we kind of keep on going, that's for
2: sure. But it is nice to see us kind of normalizing. And something that we saw during COVID was, you know, not so normal. A lot of places closed and that hurt a lot of cities, a lot of tribes, a lot of U.S. territories because a lot of revenues declined significantly at that point in time. Right. So this plan also contains about $350 billion in aid to states, cities, tribal governments, and U.S. territories to kind of fill the gap of that lost tax revenue that the
1: pandemic caused. Right, exactly. One last piece of uh, sort of a, a noise that was going on was raising this minimum wage to $15 an hour, uh, sort of a heated debate topic through campaigns and stuff like that too. Uh, Nothing has really come from that at this point in time, so there isn't, there is not a minimum wage increase in legislation, but there is a lot of interest and talk on, and so maybe it is something that may come down the road in some uh, particular fashion. So, right now we're sitting back. We've seen the American Rescue Plan and some of the benefits of it. Uh, vac- uh, vaccinations and vaccines are. Uh, taking place in this country pretty rapidly. There's some great stories on that. So again, if you need additional information, we are Golden Years Financial Advisors. This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Our phone number is 574-968-7926. And we'd love to talk to you. We're going to finish up some of the show with a couple quick topics here. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about budgeting, uh, what it's like to come out post pandemic, a whole nother topic. We're going to probably dedicate some more time to this. Uh, What happens as we come out of this pandemic and what happens with your budget again i want to be able to uh reiterate though uh, what a trillion dollar is michael it's, it's a it, lot of money
2: it's no it's no small thing yeah it's no small
1: thing it isn't it isn't and we've went about five trillion dollars in debt during this pandemic to, which is great to help the country out but again <laughs> folks understand repaying that or trying to come up with that funds um that The only way that the government is going to raise those funds typically is raise taxes. And I mean, this is no crystal ball. This is no publication or anything else. But there's going to be a lot of talk coming up in the next year about taxes, tax increases, or um, surcharges as a government likes to use. So somebody has to pay for this. We don't want to continue to, um, have this passed down generationally. Um, so probably looking for some tax information coming up here pretty soon, yeah. but let's talk about post pandemic as we're starting to look at those things. And Michael, what would you say about budgeting during the post pandemic or preparing for it? Yeah, I would definitely
2: say prepare for it ahead of time, sit down, gather some of your information. I mean, your expenses during the pandemic were for most people significantly different than what they are going to be after the pandemic or even what they were before the pandemic, just simply because you couldn't do all the things you were doing at that point in time. And as you just mentioned a little bit ago, it's a lot easier for Congress to pass through trillions of dollars. Now, don't get me wrong. It took them a lot of time, a lot of, uh, you know, coming together on stuff, but it's going to be our responsibility to Start to take care of the ramifications of it in the future. Right. And, you know, things are going to change and budgeting and protecting yourself and your financial future is absolutely the most important. Um, I don't need to really dive in on how to budget. I don't think we've talked about it a lot. There's a lot of apps out there that can help and assist you. But there are new considerations to take into account.
1: Yeah, I, absolutely. And I, Michael, you hit a great point there because these stimulus packages are temporary. They're supposed to be temporary. And so when you have increases in unemployment income, you have checks coming out, you have certain distributions for chi- for children, uh, assistance to schools, assistance for food. This is just to help us get through this pandemic. The point of all this is it, it it's supposed to return back to us taking care of ourselves in a sense without any additional stimulus because again our country cannot continue to afford that and i think that's just a fact so this is a temporary band-aid and so things that have been reduced during the pandemic maybe like uh you know people have not traveled as much when you get back you know, going to work or work uh, opens up a lot of people working from home um that may change that may not you're going to have increased travel expenses uh, you may have increased some Netflix at home. I think one of the things that we talk about a lot, Michael, is that student loan that's sitting out there that uh, a lot of people have deferred that payment on sooner or later, that if, if there's not loan forgiveness, that payment's going to come back into the budget. So Absolutely. I think that, and those are big things. That's like, you know, I know a lot of folks got some pretty serious uh Uh, student loans out there, that's a big number that comes back into the budget that has to be allocated for now.
2: 100%. And, you know, kind of along those lines, if you decided to decrease your retirement savings, it's time to start thinking about that. Again, this is the time to prepare for hopefully what's going to be normal soon. So you want to get your retirement savings back up if you decrease that to help assist you during that time. And one thing that I think is interesting to bring up that might be different for everyone is Think about those things that you spent a lot of money on that might not be around anymore. Like a lot of families we talked about, the child tax credit. I don't think a lot of child care places are gonna open again. Right. I mean, simply hopefully they do, but it it's gonna be difficult. So if that was one of your larger expenses and then that child care place is not open right now. It's time to start, you know, figuring out the feasibility of that place opening again, start considering other locations. It's it's time to start planning. And as we do financial planning, it's the same with a personal budget. Planning makes life a lot easier when those hard times come around, when those transitions begin to occur.
1: Man, that's an excellent point, Michael. It really is. And uh, I know we're getting right there to the end of the show. Uh, Hopefully some of this right here at the end as far as what that budget looks like down the road, go back another 12, 14 months, take a look at your budget, but I think some of the points we're bringing out uh, here are gonna probably increase that budget a little bit. Um, Foods went up, expenses went up, um, building supplies have went up, and uh, it's been, you know, they have just gotta really look at that and not be shocked Uh, once all of a sudden the stimulus does stop. So we've covered a ton today, Michael. And uh, we want to wrap up the show just by saying thank you for listening to us. We would love to be a financial resource for you. Uh, One of the best ways to do this budgeting is with a good independent financial advisor. Um, We would love to be able to help you with that. So again, we're Golden Years Financial Advisors and our website is goldenyears-advisors.com. Our phone number, 574-968-SWAN, stands for sleep well at night. And a lot of people need to be starting to do that, sleeping well at night. Uh, That's 574-968-7926. Until next week, we've appreciated uh, you listening in. We'd love to hear your comments. Michael, anything else to add? Nope. Uh, but feel free to
2: re-listen to this. I know we talk through everything fast, but that's because we don't want the show to last an hour for y'all. And there's like a lot going on
0: right now.
1: It certainly is. We'll talk to you next
0: week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at Golden Years-Advisors. Com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc., and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.